This is the Wally Show podcast with Wally, Gavin, and me, Betty Rock. You can always find us at wayfm.com slash Wally or stream us live every weekday morning through the WayFM app. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. Here's what's going on today. All my friends know I'm a sucker for a crime documentary. Keith Morrison, host of NBC's Dateline, his voice, it soothes me to sleep. Hello, I'm Keith Morrison. <laughs> And this is a Dateline mini mystery. It's so funny. He soothes you to sleep as he's talking about horrible things. Yeah. It was a late night. She walked all alone. Oh, I'm comforted. What is wrong with you? I know, I know. We're not here to talk about me. Uh, there's a popular crime podcast both Wally and I listen to. It's called Crime Junkie. It's where two women who are best friends, they talk about and rehash well-known crimes across America. They're known as Ashley and Britt. Yeah. And a main problem seems to occur in most cases they bring up. It's when a victim goes missing and the family loses precious time finding them. Usually it's due to the police's lack of help and being told that they need to wait 24 hours before the, the situation is actually considered an actual missing person situation. So that is why the host of Crime Junkie, Ashley and Brett, they are constantly urging their listeners to create an If I Go Missing binder. Have you heard them talk about this? I- I've heard them talk about it. I've seen it like online. People like actually starting to do this and like, wow, it's weird. This binder would have all the information a loved one would need to find you quickly in case you fell victim to a crime. And the idea is picking up traction. Like Wally said, on social media, places like Amazon and Etsy are seeing an uptick in sales on If I Go Missing binders selling for $50 a piece. Oh my gosh. That's expensive. People people are the best. We will capitalize on anything, man. Yes, yes, because you could use just any, you could yes. use a, a normal Dollar General yeah. binder, but, but people want to get a cute one that says if oh, I go missing. Oh my goodness. Well, the binder would include your DNA, fingerprints, handwriting samples, passwords to all your accounts, including your cell phone, and photos of yourself, just to name a few. Wow. While it's always good to be prepared, some are pointing out that this could be bad for those who are already struggling mentally. You can imagine if you're spending hours putting together something that would be only used if you were the victim of something terrible. Yeah, and like you would be focusing on the negative of this. I guess if, for some people it would be comforting, like I'm prepared, right? You know, but, but if you're already struggling, right, then it's probably not good for you. I know, like when when we had Haley, my daughter, when she was little. They had always, you know, urged parents have a really good picture of your child every year so that you Mm. have a current picture of what they look like. But this is taking that concept to a whole new level. I can see that kind of messing with people becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. And another problem, too, is that all that important information could be found in this one binder. And so posting about it on social media, like a lot of people are doing, it's probably not the smartest thing because yeah. now people know that you have all your important information in that one binder. And if you got into the wrong hands, 
That could be bad. It helps them make you go missing. But I think that the reason we're seeing an uptick in all of this is because if you go on Netflix, Hulu, you name it, there's a lot of crime documentaries that are popular right now, especially podcasts, too. And I'm not sitting here judging because I am part of the problem. But I think that's the reason we're seeing a lot of people wanting to get prepared is because they're using a lot of their downtime to listen and hear all these stories. If I were to make an If I Go Missing file for myself, it wouldn't be as involved as all of that. It would literally just have a picture of Betty, and it would say, (laughs) she did it. Guilty. That's it. (laughs) Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show, and Betty Rock has a psychology degree from Colorado Christian University, and we thought we'd put it to some good use here instead of just psychoanalyzing me every day. uh, We thought we'd let her take a crack at you, okay? (laughs) So the way this works is... You're probably driving to work or driving the kids to school or just running errands or what have you. And we want you to look around your car and you're going to describe your car to us. And we're going to be backseat psychologists. We're going to tell you what you have going on in your life based on what is in your car. Right. So if you look in the backseat and you find there's an umbrella, Mm -hmm. maybe a stale cracker. Yeah. We need to know those things. And by you just telling us what's in your car... We can tell you all about yourself. Yeah. I mean, you basically prepare for the worst uh, event because you have the umbrella and the stale, crack, stale crackers if, if because you um, uh, like are ever stranded, you have something to eat. You're a doomsday prepper, basically. Yep. See? See how that works? Prepared. And I don't even have the degree. Like, okay. <laughs> and Betty, if I say anything dumb, Betty Rock will definitely uh, correct me. Oh, for sure. And let you know. It's my second hobby. Professionally, what uh, is going on in your life, okay? So again, so simple. Just look around. Tell Tell us what's going on in your car, because our cars are kind of like our second home for a lot of us. Our home on wheels. It really is, man. Like, I, I could tell you what's in my car right now. In the back seat, I have six ratchet straps uh, that I use for tying down things in my car. Uh, <laughs> I have a bicycle rack, a 70-pound bag of sand. <laughs> Everything has a purpose, but all of that is in my truck right now, if you were to look in it. Wow. That's yeah. for sure a guy's car. Yeah. Don't tell me what that says about me, Rock. This isn't about me. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. That's 855-33- Way FM. A little free therapy here for you right now. 855 33 Way FM. So, what do you got? Look around and tell us what you see. I have a packing, like a shipping box. Um, I have a lot of reusable bags. Um, I have a lunchbox and I have a walking stick. And a walking Ooh, stick. That's the outlier right there because the shipping box, the lunch box, and the reusable bags tell us that you uh, like to carry things. Well, that, but also it shows us that you're an organizer, Jody. Mm-hmm. I think you really like to organize. You like to, you don't like miscellaneous things being just everywhere. You like to put things in things like shipping boxes and bags and lunch boxes. Is that correct? No, I'm the <laughs> most unorganized person in the world. <laughs> This doesn't say anything about Betty Rock's degree at Colorado Christian <laughs> University. I want to point that out. Uh, it just means that uh, apparently Jody's a hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe your car is trying to tell you something, Jody, that you need to get a hold of your life and start organizing things. Yeah, it's aspirational. You yeah. want to be organized, correct? Yes, I do. I'm just terrible at it. Hey, Jody, <laughs> thanks for being on with us today. Have a great day. What are you seeing? Look around your car there. You're in 
environment and tell us what you see. I have two pairs of work shoes. I have two Bibles. I have a body pillow, three jackets, a suitcase, and a box. Now, Betty, I am not uh, skilled in the arts. I don't have a degree in psychology, but I see a lot of multiples in here that she's mentioned. I think Robin uh, might have multiple personalities. Oh, (laughs) wow. (laughs) I wasn't going to go that far. Really? Uh, No. Uh, Robin, I think either you are married to someone who is very forgetful or doesn't really want to help out. And so you carry everything with you so they have no excuse as to why they can't help. Are we right, Robin? No. No. (laughs) I have two pairs of shoes because I leave my work shoes in my car because I do forget them sometimes in the morning because I leave at 4 o'clock. My jacket's because it's chilly in the evening, so when I leave church, I forget to bring a jacket when I go, so I have one in the evening. And I'm in the middle of moving, so I have a suitcase and a box in my body pillow. That's one of those sentences, too, where you're thankful for the extra word. It's like, yeah, I have a body in my trunk, but the, the, <laughs> that's a whole different story from body pillow body in my pillow. trunk. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I never get that angry. <laughs> <laughs> what is in your car? What are you seeing around you? And that will speak volumes as to who you are as a person. Okay, hey, good morning. Um, I have a cup of coffee, a cup of iced tea, my purse, my everything bag, a lunch bag, antibacterial wipe, a baby walker in the back seat, an umbrella, two umbrellas actually. Clearly, Patty, you are a mother. Um, I would be interested to know what your husband's car looks like because I bet it's not near as prepared for anything that the world could throw on you than your car is. It sounds like it's prepared for anything. Uh, well, I try to be prepared for everything. I am a mother, um, but my children are grown. The walkers for someone else. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're a giving person as well. Blessed to be a blessing. Well, it sounds like you might be uh, a germaphobe because you have the antibacterial wipes, and I'm not one to judge because I can do the very same thing. The lunch bag in your car, it either means you're prepared or it means that it was there for a week and it's probably molding. And then the cup of iced tea or the coffee, you're an addict and Starbucks knows your name by heart. Yeah, I love that she has iced tea and coffee. Yeah, you have a problem, Patty, is what we're coming down to here. Am I right? You're close. Okay, so the lunch bag, it's been in the car for a week because it was really cute and I bought it. It's not moldy. I, I do eat out a lot. Starbucks does know me. However, this morning I stopped to get a breakfast taco and I had to get my coffee because I ran out of curing cups and uh, the iced tea is for throughout the day so I can have it in my office. It also sounds like you have an answer for everything and you like to justify your behavior, uh, Patty, <laughs> which is not healthy either. <laughs> okay, so I've been in enforcement for 20 years, so yeah, I haven't answered She oh, has yeah. a justifiable answer for that. <laughs> there it is. See, there you go. You can't help yourself. Hey, Patty, thanks for being on with us today. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Coffee shops, poolside, back porch, picnic table at the park, at your kid's soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University. I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite. I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend. So life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want to accomplish, and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends, your family, or what have you. And you can earn accredited degrees from Colorado Christian without ever setting foot on campus. 
So there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school. If it's something you really want to do, you can do it. And all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And the other really important thing is that Colorado Christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. So check it out, ccu.edu slash Wally. Uplifting Way FM. Wonder if Wally will have an opinion on this. Wally, I respect you, but word to the wise, never trust a short man named Wally. It's the Wally Show. So you've probably played that game where someone's asked you, what historical figure would you most want to have dinner with and what would you ask them? And now you can kind of do that thanks to artificial intelligence. There's this app called Historical Figures. Uh, It's in the Apple App Store and it lets you do a chat with notable people from history reanimated through AI, okay? This is interesting because, I mean, you could pull up Abraham Lincoln. Sure. Uh, maybe Martin Luther King Jr. Very notable people, great people. You can yeah. pull up Babe Ruth. You can pull up Jesus. On the surface, all of this is great. But then you can also pull up Hitler. Like, yeah, yeah and you can do an artificial intelligence, which is this is nothing intelligent about this. Uh, you can have a conversation with Hitler. They've actually programmed that in there. They've allowed that to be one of your options, which... You, it just is like, why would you actually do that? Well, yeah, and because, yes, he is in history as, right. I mean, everyone knows his name, right. but it's for bad reasons. Well, that's the thing. So do you think that the chat bot, you know, for Hitler, like, makes him go, ah, sorry, I was wrong, you know? or <laughs> Probably Or not. does it reinforce all of the hate and stuff that he was all about? Mm. And so I was wondering about that, too. Like, does, does he in a chat say, I was the worst human being on the planet? Um, and not exactly that, but what's weird is it looks like the artificial intelligence is taking information from the Holocaust that's online and assigning those views to Hitler. Like in one chat, it says it was a terrible mistake, but necessary because they represented a threat to Germany and Europe in general. But there's no evidence that Hitler ever called this horrific massacre a mistake you know it's not like he ever mm-hmm. recanted or what have you so it, what it's doing is it's looking at views of the holocaust the predominant views which obviously are negative as they should be but then it's assigning these views to these people that were players in this story like another architect of the holocaust um reinhardt uh, heinrich it, it, like in a chat with him it said he believes the holocaust was a tragedy which was a view he did not hold you know and so what's huh. happening here is and like it's good that it's not out there exposing or espousing and touting the merits of the because there were none of the Holocaust. But what it's doing is it's taking things and assigning not real perspectives to these people where people might like read this and start to believe that it's real and that these were really their views and think, oh well, they oh. weren't really that bad, oh, you know. And I that's see. the danger because like one of the uh, guys. Um, Himmler, who was horrible, uh, you know, he said that the holo- in the chat said the Holocaust was an abhorrent, terrible event. I cannot say that I found any of it enjoyable. And that's not what he felt at all. Then where you know? is the AI p- pulling that from? All from the internet and stuff. That's what it is. AI is this weird thing that it, it tries to generate what 
you would say and what you would think based on a lot of different algorithms mm. and, and information, and it's compiling it all. So it's putting, it's kind of putting digitally, putting words in the mouths right. of people that have passed on. Exactly. And some of them, as we're finding out here, are like not accurate, but people don't ever do their homework. And so right. the danger is like, oh, well, maybe that wasn't a b- that bad, or maybe they did just get caught up in a moment. No, mm. these were evil people mm-hmm. that did horrible things, and you cannot downplay that stuff. Name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Velociraptor. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Uplifting. Way FM. This is the Wally Show. You got a chance to win a prize here. If you are best friends with someone on the show, someone who you seem to think a lot like, you could uh, win a prize and that could pay off for you today. We'll give you a little insight into our minds and find out who on the show uh, right now is best friends. Uh, we'll each give a topic, count to three, and then two of the people on the show have to answer. And if they answer the same thing, then they are best friends and they would get a point. So uh, let's start with you, Betty Rock, your question for Gavin and myself. Okay. This one is a trick question, so oh. it's going to be interesting to see what you say. On the count of three, I want you to name your favorite person on the Wally show. Oh. One, two, three. Wally. I knew he'd say that. It was the trick question. I should have known that he would say that. Right. Thus proving. Right. That's so dumb of me. Because I'm always going to go for the joke because I don't really believe that I do. Uh, But uh, uh, so, yeah, that's see, you got you got to go with your gut instinct, Gavin. That's a great question. Thank you. All right, Gavin, what is yours for myself and Betty Rock? Okay, I want you guys to name because this is your world and not mine. The best reality TV show in three, two, one. Survivor. Day oh, I was, thought you go with that. that. Talk about I know. All the time. I know, I know, but are I, you kidding me? I, because that one's the best worst one. <laughs> Survivor's the best actual like like show that's that's interesting. I, and I could have sworn I was going with what I thought you would say. What would you have said if you weren't trying to game the game? Oh man! Like your favorite, yeah, the best. Oh man! Uh huh. I don't know. That would be well. Survivor is pretty good. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I get that. Okay. So here, uh, this will be fun. This I've been waiting for this question for a day. I wrote it yesterday. Um, for Gavin and me. Yep. Yeah, for Gavin and Betty. On the count of three, name the best physical attribute of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> wait. Wait. Okay. One. Okay. Two. Three. His Abs. voice. <laughs> I, I am so happy that Gavin, not Betty, went with abs. <laughs> Come on. The guy works out. Yeah, but his voice is so wonderful. His voice is great. I would have been tempted to go eyes, uh, piercing. Uh, uh, but it's all great. Yeah. That was it's a great, all great. <laughs> that was a great question. All right. You see how the game works. We're going to play with you, uh, but you have to tell us who you uh, think you're most like, and if you match with them, you could win two prizes right now. 855 Way FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM if you want to play now. Name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Velociraptor. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. Aaron, welcome to the best friends game. Now, the way this works is you have three people on the show, Gavin, Betty, Rock, or myself, and you have to tell us who you think you're most like, who you think you would be best friends with. Who would that be? 
I'm going with Wally. Oh, wow. I, I don't know if I'm happy or sad about that for you. Um, <laughs> what makes you think you're best friends with Wally? He's just the funniest guy in the morning for me and the kids to go to school listening to and just make my day better. Ooh, wow. Well, wow. Okay, I'll take that. Aaron Thank must you, think sir. he's a pretty funny guy. I know. All right, so here we go. Uh, the way it works is you're going to get a question. We're all going to write down our answers. If you match your answer with, say, Betty Rock, you would still get a prize. If you match with me because you've said, we are best friend material you will get two prizes okay yes sir so here we go don't shout out your answer give them a chance to write down name something that has strings attached to it something that has strings attached to it so if you've listened to the show at all maybe you know a little something about me that might help you uh aaron of what think of what i might write down gavin and betty do you have your answers down yeah okay everyone has their answers down aaron name something that has strings attached to it what do you think i said guitar Guitar. Okay. Let's start with Gavin. What did you say? I would have thought of guitar, but I actually was thinking of the ukulele. Ah. So just a little guitar. Okay. Yep. Yep. Betty Rock, what did you say? I said Wally's acceptance. Oh, yeah. There is strings <laughs> attached to it. Yes. Strings attached all the time. I would accept that for sure. Um, and uh, I said, unfortunately, Gavin and I would be best friends. I too said ukulele. Oh, no. Oh, no. I almost wrote down guitar because I do play guitar too but I play more ukulele on the show oh dadgummit Aaron I am so sorry that didn't work out for you today but you know what since we're best friends we're going to send you something anyway okay (laughs) thank you you guys have a good day Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. It's Tuesday, so we are going to turn back time here with a little Time Capsule Tuesday. The way this works is Gavin, Betty, and myself, we pick a year, and then we pick a song that we like from that year, and then uh, we'll play a little uh, clip of it or a hook of it, and then you get to decide which song you want to hear from that year. You make the call, we'll play the whole song for you. And we're going back to 2015. I have to tell you, This was a tough year to pick from songs. There were so many great songs. You had First by Lauren Daigle. Mm. I didn't know that was back in 2015. The River by Jordan Feliz. Uh, Everyone, uh, All God's People Said Amen by Matt Marr. This is Amazing Grace. Phil Wickham. Like, so many great songs. Mm -hmm. And uh, then there's this one that Gavin picked. Come on. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Gavin. Even like three minutes ago, you are like, oh, cool. No, I do like this because it's different. And it's uh, by... This is 10th Avenue North, and their song No Man is an Island. No Man is... I've always liked 10th Avenue North. Oh, I yeah. just like the way Mike writes and stuff. And this was a kind of a, a song. I don't know if it did great for them that year, but I do like this song a lot. Yeah, I think the message still stands yeah. strong today. So yeah, I, not I, a loser. No. All right, uh, Lady Rock. Well, I want to win, so yeah. I picked Toby Max. Oh, come feeling. on. You're just throwing one right down the <laughs> middle there for everyone, little Toby. Wow, everyone sung with that one. Okay, so yeah, that's a great song. A good offering from 2015. Uh, a little bit mainstream, like a little obvious. I get it. Uh, but I went a little more eclectic for this year, and I went with a little song called My Lighthouse by Ren Collective. My Lighthouse, my 
I'd say it kind of has an Americana vibe to it, but it can't be because they're Irish. Uh, you know, so it's got an Irish on a vibe to it. Uh, they are one of the best bands I've ever seen, like, play live. They're like, um, what? I, you run this thing. What? Because we have heard your song play way longer than oh, any of ours. I'm sorry. Ours is like... Toby Mac. Okay, okay, and then I'll, we're done. Okay, and now he's going to just talk on and on I about it. I just want to Because you want to win. No, I don't want to win. Uh, I just I wanted to say. I don't. Over. I wanted to edify a brother in Christ. Uh, and, and like, <laughs> okay. uh, I was at a show one time, and not a show, I was at church. Oh, wow, there's more of it. Sorry. <laughs> that was an accident. I hit the wrong thing. Um, so, like, I was. They did, like, a, a Sunday morning service at a church I was visiting. Mm hmm. I was floored by how good they were live and how they switched instruments and were always you moving know, like for King and Country. It's funny how I felt that same way with Toby Mac. Did so you I saw him oh, way back back in love. 2015 okay, fine. and he Here. was amazing. Here. I mean, he could just bring the house down. Yeah. It was just so good. Nothing wrong with Toby at all. Are no. you happy? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm happy. Yeah, there Let's you play go. a little bit longer. Okay, that was fun. All right, Gavin, here you go. <laughs> no, man. Thank you. That's enough. Oh. All right, so. <laughs> all right, which song do you want to hear uh, for Time Capsule Tuesday? 855-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. You get to make the call. And tell us why you like that song so much and why you chose it. 855-33-WAY-FM. FM, this is The Wally Show. Liz, welcome to Time Capsule Tuesday. Now, you've heard all three of the songs, and I tried not to play as much of mine this time because Betty Rock accused oh, me of please. swaying you things. You tried? No, you didn't. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't play as much of it because she thinks that I play more of the song I'm choosing. Well, I just happen to talk over it more. Like, yeah, just because you save yours for last so that you can talk about it It's more. not calculated at all. Uh, Liz, uh, now you've heard the three songs, No Man is an Island, 10th Avenue North, Feel It by Toby Mac, that was Betty's Choice, and then My Lighthouse by Wren Collective. Back to 2015, which of these songs, if you could choose, would you want to hear the whole song of today? Well, given what you just said, I feel terrible saying this, but it's got to be My Lighthouse by Ren Collective. But it has nothing to do with the length of time you played it. Thank at you. All. No, no, I think it did. I think you were brainwashed, Liz. <laughs> no. I, yes, because how does Toby Mac get turned okay. down? Can I ask you a question? So you say that Liz, as a strong, independent woman, Stop is it. incapable of, of having her own opinion, that, and she no. was swayed by a man? No, that is not what I'm That's saying. That's exactly what I heard you that say. That is not what I'm saying. <laughs> Liz, change your it's mind. It's my kid's favorite. I also would say it's just objectively better. It's yes. just a great song. There you go. Liz, Bless. you are a smart woman, and you make up your own mind. You call your own <laughs> shots, and I respect you. So here we go. Back to 2015. Liz has called it. It's Wren Collective, My Lighthouse, on Time Capsule Tuesday. In my wrestling and in my doubts, in my failures, you won't walk out. Your great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Whoa, you are the peace in my troubled sea.
uplifting Way FM. He's wise beyond his years. I can't really tell, but it seems like he's very good. Here's Gavin. I think a lot of people, especially in my generation, struggle with certain ordinary tasks that we feel like most adults should be able to do. I feel like generations before me, when they turned 18 and walked out of their parents' house, knew how to use all of their tools, mm-hmm. use, uh, change their own oil. Yeah. Boil pasta. Yeah, I feel all like the, all the good stuff. I feel like my generation <laughs> struggles with some of those little things that we should know how to do. And I think for like one reason, I think that that is the case is that a lot of life skills aren't taught in schools like early on. No. And I think it focuses in super hard on math and science and all these things that are really valuable, but a lot of us don't end up using them afterwards either. I wish like I had gone to a school, like I went to a college prep school mm-hmm. and so it was like that it was all math and science and it was not like a lot of the creative stuff and the things that I would have been into. Like if we had had a radio station at my school, oh, cool. I would have lost my mind. I was like, this is the best thing ever or a TV station or something to learn those things or even like welding. Like I would have learned, I, I would have liked to have learned a trade like sure. even while I was in high school. Oh, same. But I did actually read this article about uh, where parents of children six years and, old, uh, and under were asked what non-academic school should be taught in early childhood, and the most popular answers were financial literacy, like filing taxes and budgeting. At, at six years and younger. <laughs> <laughs> These kids got to know about how to fill out a 1040 EZ. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, or at least seeing, like, if you're doing the most simple of math, maybe use right. money as a way to to teach that to kids? Well, I definitely think high school you need to teach oh, yeah. uh, financial responsibility and and saving and not spending more than you have because one of the worst things for kids is coming out of college and being into such debt. Like you already mm-hmm. have crippling uh, college debt because the price of education has skyrocketed so much. Um, and so that's one strike against you. But then our insatiable need to just immediately gratify ourselves is a problem and you need to teach kids you got to save yeah it's yeah, hard when does kid like being a kid like just let them be a kid yeah i know but like these are lifelong things if you come out of high school or college and you've got a really good basis you're going to have a better mm-hmm. life the odds are you yeah know? but these are children that are six years yeah, and younger. Need, to, need to fill that piggy bank don't waste it on, <laughs> on gummy bears like they fill the bank like what stock do you want to put this penny on yeah <laughs> uh, the next one was sewing and knitting i don't know do you, do you think that that's you, like that important no those are big sharp sticks in the hands of toddlers <laughs> you don't do that no. And, and then the last one, and I actually think this one is very smart, but again, maybe tough for like six years and young, younger, but I do think it's important for kids. It's internet safety. Oh, yeah, for sure. And just learning how to for maneuver sure. this like ever-growing and sometimes like dangerous internet. Oh, without a doubt, man. And like I was watching a show the other day that walked through, or no, it was a TikTok video that walked <laughs> through, of course, uh, this, this lady was talking about how... Uh, her daughter got messaged like on Etsy or something like that or, or Pinterest and she walked through the whole progress of it and so she took the daughter's phone and she started interacting with the person like it was the daughter because they shouldn't have been able to message them no. in that app and then it was like oh well here text me on WhatsApp and then you could see the progression of this demented person and what was happening but like a kid doesn't always know to like shut that down and you've got to be super, super, super wary of that and teach your kids to be wary as well. And, and like, their time, like, it's okay to tell adults no, you know, and, and, and like, you have to sometimes. And because we teach them to be respectful, but then you've got to teach them the difference of those two mm-hmm. things. So, yeah, that's a really good thing to, to uh, definitely spend time te- teaching your kids for sure. 
Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and it is National Just Do It Day. Nike's happy about that. Uh, it's their slogan, or at least it used to be. And there are times that you need a little motivation in life to get something done, and that's why you have motivational speakers like Chris Garvey or Matt know? Foley. Matt Foley, yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's why you have these people, you know. And so, here's the thing. We want you to share with us something that you maybe have been putting off or procrastinating doing. You just can't seem to pull the trigger on it. And between Gavin, Betty, and myself, we will try to inspire you uh, because we can be very convincing. Yes, I would say if we put our minds to it, <laughs> we can't convince ourselves. That our, was not very convincing. We, we can be very convincing. You're not well, selling it. I'm well, not I sure. would say we can't convince ourselves to do the things we <laughs> want to do, but rock. maybe we can convince other people to do the things they want to do. That's what I'm saying. As soon as we get on the same page, we will definitely help you out. Eight five five thirty three way FM is the number. 855-33-WAY-FM. And maybe there's something that it's like you've been doing it, but you're just running out of steam. You're thinking, I started with good intentions, and now I'm just losing my will to live. Yeah. Well, we are here to help you. That happens a lot with like resolutions and stuff. This is the time where they start to fade a little mm-hmm. on you, mm-hmm. and you start to give up. But that's okay. We're going to walk you through this, and we are going to get you through this. <laughs> We're okay? going to get you through it. That's a little better, Rock, finally. <laughs> uh, coming back around, 855-33-WAY-FM. Just give us your scenario, and just sit back and absorb the motivation. 855-33-WAY-FM. So what do you got going on? I have been putting off cleaning my room. Okay, how old are you? 14. 14. And your room is kind of your castle, I get it. And have you ever said to your mom, well, it's my room? Yes, okay. many times. Well, let me just give you a little hint here. It is not your room. You are renting this room. <laughs> Have respect for your mother, Clara. Get in there right now and get your room clean. I need you to tackle this like a problem. Wow. A problem that no one else can solve but you, Clara. You can do this. You can find uh, the room for things. You can put things in their place. Only you have control over your environment. Okay. <laughs> Poor Clara. I'm so sorry about that. Clara, I would like to give you more of an inspiring speech that's more gentle in tone. Clara, I would like you to think about, you know, those times you feel anxious or worried. And did you realize that a messy room can make you feel anxious? But when you clean it up and it's all organized and put together, it brings a calmness into your life. So if you would like calmness and peace in your own life, man, what you got to do is it starts with you cleaning your your room and you can do it I know you can do it okay thanks (laughs) I don't think that landed Clara (laughs) your mother is gonna start charging you rent if you do not clean up your room now Wow. better (laughs) well I think we've done some good work here so what's your situation all right so mine is more of a vanity thing so I'm in my 50s and I let the gray grow in I haven't dyed my hair in a couple of months, and I'm kind of, kind of struggling with it. Do I just, do I do it? Do I let it continue to go gray? Admit my age? I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of losing steam. You know what? I think women who keep their hair naturally gray are pretty awesome, and this is why they don't buy into what you know people say is expected of them. They decide to do their own thing, and I love it. Michelle, whenever you feel like a little bit questionable about your decision about keeping your gray hair, I want you to take yourself to Target and do a shopping spree because the money that you spend on keeping your roots oh. covered mm-hmm. is 
astronomical. So you take that money that you're saving from not dyeing your hair and go buy yourself a new outfit, a brand new pair of shoes, a brand new purse, whatever makes you feel good. And then if anyone comments on, oh, gray hair, huh? You'd be like, yeah, and look at this snazzy little getup I got. Yeah, this gray hair is flowing out the back of my Mercedes convertible because I saved so much money not right. dyeing my hair. Go, Michelle, do it. I like it. I guess I will I'll, I'll rock it. I'm telling you, you, Michelle, there's a lot of women that couldn't do it. So yeah. if you feel good about it, I say do it. All right. Thank you so much. I like the shopping spree. Thank you. And now for some good news. Uplifting, Way FM. This is the Wally Show. We do a little good news. Giddy up. A couple rapid fire good news stories coming at you because the real news can be a bit of a bummer. So we're going to start with you, Betty Rock. Good news, giddy up, go. Some people started to notice in Clearwater, Florida, that a young dolphin was stuck in a creek. He couldn't figure out how to get back to the ocean, and he had been there for over two weeks. Oh, wow. So 28 people, they teamed up together. They joined arms and made like this small, like, bridge line Mm -hmm. thing so that the uh, dolphin knew that it needed to go the other way and it found itself back into the ocean. They saved his little life. That's amazing. That's really cool. That's really cool. I hope it works out for him. Maybe he was like, I don't want to be in the ocean. It's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you guys forcing me back? You guys know there's sharks there? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gavin, good news, giddy up, go. There's this fun new trend. A town in Maine just approved a five-year-old girl's (laughs) permit to keep a unicorn in her yard if she ever finds one. Nice. Uh, Los Angeles County just did the same thing last month after a six-year-old applied. That's so great. I yeah. don't know you could do that. Hey, man, and, and if they find one, then they can have one. They'll be grandfathered in because you know there'll be a rule against it. Somebody's HOA won't allow it, and so <laughs> these two girls are set. Um, you see, we all know how expensive medicines can be, and there was a retired farmer uh, who did not have a lot of money, but every month he gave the pharmacist in his little town $100 to help cover the cost for people who couldn't afford their medicines. And he did this for years until he himself could no longer come in because of his own health issues. Sadly, he did pass away, but not before he helped a bunch of people out. And here's the cool thing. He never wanted anyone to know he was doing this, and he always told the pharmacist, if anyone asks, just tell him it's a blessing from the Lord. Aww. So you're like, oh, that's really cool. So it's an extension of his faith in taking care of people as well and didn't want credit, but he wanted it to go upstairs. Yeah, I never even thought about you could like help people behind the pharmacy line. You always hear of people like taking, uh, helping with groceries yeah. or layaway, but you never think about the pharmacy. Yeah. And that's where some people are really in a tight bind. Absolutely. Medicines can be crazy expensive for people. And that's going to do it for your good news. Giddy up. I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face face and she was just happy to be there just happy to be with us and it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there (laughs) because of my sponsorship for Vivian through compassion I'm able to write letters back and forth with her I'm now getting updated photos and now I think she's even taller than me which is crazy to think but I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food clean water and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible 
And I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com. Attention, please. Uplifting Way FM. Celebrities are just like you and me, um, except, of course, for the mansions, tigers and sequins. <laughs> it's the Rock Report with Betty Rock. Many celebrities use their platform to make statements, statements for something that they believe in or that they're against. And that's what Kylie Jenner, the youngest of the Kardashian-Jenner clan, did when she made her appearance at Paris Fashion Week. She showed up with a giant lion's head on her chest. Yes, you heard me right. It's a lion's head on her chest. And it was PETA approved because while the head looked real... It looks like something like you would see on some like a hunter's wall, wall or okay. something. It was all man-made. It was not real. She wore it to make a statement against trophy hunting, How? which to me it doesn't make sense. If anything, it's promoting it. Yeah, it looks like you're wearing it like, "Hey, look, I got a lion on me." You know, the like, only thing I can think of is maybe it's protesting it in that you can get the same thing, but fake. I don't know. Like yeah, I don't. I'm I don't even sure. think she knows. I don't think Peta knows. Peta's like, oh, it's fake. Great. Like, <laughs> you're not doing anything. Right. And you can imagine how difficult and awkward it would be for any of her friends and acquaintances to try and hug Kylie <laughs> with this huge giant lion's head in the middle of them. And other celebrities showing up for the event didn't make it any easier. Kylie actually ran into another star who came to the event dramatic as well this celebrity decided to cover herself completely in 30,000 red crystals i saw this they put like a skin cap on her and stuff and painted her red and put the crystals all one by one all over her face even on her eyelids yeah i mean that's crazy on her lips at the time it seemed like okay people are going to notice me like yeah you are going to be the thing people talk about on the red carpet it's worth the four and a half hours it's going to take to do this you're like you are so right miguel this is going to be amazing (laughs) And then uh, you show up and there's a lady with a lion's head. You're like, oh, come on. It's like everybody's trying to outdo everyone by (laughs) seeing who can look the most ridiculous. Yeah, the the 30,000 crystals, like gluing them on. Can you imagine, like, because you're going to the event and that's fun. But having to take all of those off. Right. And then like you one can't, at a time. You can't drink anything. You can't eat no. anything. You can hardly even blink your eyes. Yeah. Like, that just sounds miserable. It's a lot of work, man. Being Not a celebrity's hard. <laughs> I, you know, I take everything bad I've back I've said about them. It's difficult. If you gotta like do that kind of stuff and you gotta go to that, those kind of lengths just to get yeah. noticed, Not uh, worth there's it. something wrong. Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. And if you are around my age, we're into heavy music and stuff like that. Or maybe even Betty's, because uh, I think Betty definitely knows this band too. There's a band called Disturbed back in the day. Uh, they sounded like this. And so, uh, kind of, you know, angry white guy rock, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Uh, but the singer, uh, this dude named David, uh, decided that he was going to take his chin piercing out. Like, he had a big chin piercing that was Ooh. like this point, 
and stuff. And he decided he wanted to take it out because he doesn't want to be, and I quote, a 45-year-old hot topic kid. (laughs) And and I get that. Like, I understand that. And you know that that's what people were probably telling him when he got the piercing. He said, you know, 20 years from now, you're not going to want this. And he was like, I'm a rebel. You can't tell me what to do. Rocker for life. Yeah. Yeah. But now when he finds himself at 45, he's like, oh, that's not cool. You're in the uh, kid pickup line, and you still got your, like, your chin piercing on. Yeah. Ah, maybe maybe I want to rethink this. Uh, so he did. Like, he made his own decision, rethought about this. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'm a little too old for this. And so I'm curious. Uh, we were talking about this. Like, what is that thing that you think maybe I'm too old for? Okay. I still like skinny jeans, and I am 54 years old. <laughs> And I just, I, I don't like the boot cut legs. I don't, I like this, the jeans that taper. I want all of my pants to taper. I uh, bought uh, pants recently. We're going to Africa uh, with compassion here in about three weeks. And I needed new like travel type pants. And I made sure they all tapered down, uh, you know, and like, not that anyone cares and they're going to get destroyed, but I don't like wide leg pants. <laughs> So, <laughs> you feel insecure? In I don't know. One? I don't know. I I got good calves, I guess. Are I you gonna know. be like eighty years yeah. old, retirement home, walking around with yeah. skinny jeans? Like, is that still is that your plan? I hope so. I oh hope so. Goodness. What if they get in the way of your like arthritis, arthritic Ooh. knees? No, they might help because you know how they have old people. They make them wear those compression socks. Yeah, I just get tighter pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's ingenious. It's a lose lose for everyone. Exactly. <laughs> now I will say, like, I wear uh, two. Uh, like, I have two hoop earrings i could let those go kind of like david from disturbed i could let those go i'd I'd be great yeah yeah but but my wife doesn't want me to that is fascinating it is isn't it like i've taken them out before she's like oh babe i like your earrings like you should wear those like i'm like all right does she ever wear matching like do you guys ever match no 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 y'all should trade no she's diamonds uh (laughs) she's bougie classy yeah and so uh yeah do you know that one time that he got his earrings stuck in a scarf yeah, I did. Wally was wearing that a scarf, painful. and then he tried That's to pull right. it off, and then it got stuck. <laughs> yeah, 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 and are, the whole statement and the whole predicament is just hilarious. Manly yeah. problems. I know. I should. I, I'm too old for the earrings. I will give you that. So, okay, what is that thing that maybe you realize I might be getting too old for this? Whatever that is, I'm just curious. Maybe it maybe make it made me feel better that I'm not alone. Okay, <laughs> uh, Rock, you're younger. I'll let you think about this for a minute. Like you're younger, so you're not old yet. But there might even be things that you're too old for. Oh, for 37. sure. Okay, uh, eight five. 5-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. If you got that thing you're too old for, we'll take it now. What is that thing that you think you might be a little too old for now? Um, going to the rock concert and dancing like I'm 16 because then I, my back goes out and I'm down flat for like a week. <laughs> I get it, man. Like, you can't do the things you used to do. And now, uh, every injury, the older you get, it takes longer to recover from. Yes. It doesn't stop me. I'm still going to see Skillet this weekend. Nice. But I probably shouldn't be dancing. Nice. You should just, like, go to see Skillet with your chiropractor. <laughs> and then that way, on the way home, they can adjust you. Exactly. All right, Janae, you're up. What is that thing that you think maybe I'm too old for? Um, I'm going to say to shop in the teenage section. And I feel like Betty and I can relate to this. I know she's a tad bit older than me. I'm 33. But I just feel like the women's clothes doesn't fit, like, younger women. 
I get exactly what you're saying. I shop at a place called Plato's Closet. It's kind of like a, well, it is a secondhand clothing store, but it's better than Goodwill kind of thing. And they do sell uh, clothing that's meant for the younger crowd, but I'm right there with you. Like if I go to Kohl's or if I go to JCPenney's in the women's section, I look and I'm like, this is horrible. You don't like Vera Wang? I think her stuff is classy. They have that at Kohl's. Wow, we're in a way different tax bracket. Uh, yeah, 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 you're way ahead of me, Wally. But, Janae, I totally get what you're saying. Like, we just feel like we belong more in the younger side of the clothing section, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't want to look like I'm 50. Right. But I don't want to dress like I'm 18 either. Right. Like, you don't want the midriff shirts. Like, you want the full shirt, but then you don't want the carnigan that's, like, got a, a little apple on it to look like your grade school teacher. It's like, you just don't. Yes, girl, there's yes. somewhere in between. Yes, you and I, we need, that's what we got to do. We need to do it. <laughs> what is the thing that maybe you think you're a little too old for now? I'm a playing on the playground with my kids. How old are you? 34. How old are your kids? Uh, my son is 13 and my daughter's 10. Okay. You know what? At 34, I was still playing on the playground with my daughter. She was younger because we had her later, uh, but I was still in there at 34. I even got stuck in a uh, playground piece of equipment one time. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Tasha, what makes you think you're too old for the playground? Like, does your body react to it the day after, or has someone commented on it? Um, sometimes when I did the merry-go-round one time, I, my body, I was definitely paying for it. But it's just how the other parents kind of look at me. I don't know if they're jealous or if they're just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're on the playground. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you, you can never go wrong spending time playing with your kids. It doesn't matter how old you are, because those are the moments they'll look back on and remember. Oh, remember that time mom was on the merry-go-round and she threw up? Man, I love her. Good yeah. <laughs> <Dead> times. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and we have this thing called the Prayer Wall at WayFM.com, and it's where you can post prayer requests and have them prayed for, and you can even be notified when people have prayed for you, or you can be that person that's on there praying for people. It works both ways, and it does a lot of good for people, and we kind of go through different requests just so you can see the needs that are kind of on there right now. Yeah, like Diana. She uh, posted, I'm going for uh, my biopsy today. God, please let everything come back negative. I just can't understand why this is happening. I have so much anxiety and I need a lot of prayer. Mm, there it is. Medical stuff, man, is is super uh, frustrating and, and it can cause great deals of anxiety. Yeah. And especially like when something keeps coming back and that's the, that's the thing with, with cancer. Like this was the story in my family. Uh, my mother-in-law would have it She'd go through all her treatments and then get a clean bill of health. Margins are good. And three months later, it'd come back the same spot and just as and even more aggressive. Well, and it's hard because usually through most of our life, the typical human feels like they're in control. Right. Because nothing bad is happening. But when something bad does happen, you feel like you're out of control. You can't do anything to change the situation. And so prayer is really the only option that you have, you know, outside of seeking medical help. But there's only so much you can do. And sometimes, too, like when you're wondering, 
how to pray for somebody in these situations. Because, yeah, I mean, you can pray for healing, absolutely. Right. But when God chooses to and chooses not to heal, who knows, man? I have no idea. But the one thing that you can pray for people, if you're not sure how to pray, is for their peace in the midst of the chaos. Because that is a promise that God gives us. He doesn't promise us that we're not going to have pain. He doesn't promise us that we're going to always be healed from everything. But he does promise to give us peace in the midst of what we're going through. And what I like about what Diana had to say was she put it on the the prayer wall. And so because of that, that means people are reading it. They're checking and going to wayfm.com, checking out the prayer wall, seeing this prayer request that she put up. And every time somebody prays for her, they click this little box that says, hey, I prayed for you. And she gets that notification on her phone or through her email saying, hey, somebody prayed for you. And that might be exactly what she needs to be reminded of throughout the day. And the time when she might be feeling the most anxious, it's a great reminder. Again, God gives us what we need when we need it. And so you can be part of it. You can post prayer requests. You can pray for people there. And maybe we do both. That's a win-win, and it's at the prayer wall at wayfm.com. Well, that's the end, but it doesn't have to be. Check out our Aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes as well as connect with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And be sure to join our exclusive potty Facebook group. You can find the link in the description of this podcast. And thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.